0: Hey my people, how far now? Uh it's your boy Corey on the mic. Uh that was um Timaya. I'm a big fan fan of Timaya. If you can see my sign over there, it says I can't keep myself. That's from Timaya's jam. Um even even my intro song is you know, shout out to POG on the beat. He he produced a rendition of the song, but it's actually Timaya's song. It's called I Can't Keep Myself. That was Dondada that I just played. Anyway, my people, how far? What's going on? What's what's popping? Um, from you can see from the thumbnails, we're, I'm I was planning on talking about the Olympics today. I don't know if anyone else has been following as closely. Um, the weird thing about the Olympics is that I don't know if anyone watched the opening ceremony. It was empty. It was an empty stadium. There's no one at the Olympics because of COVID. Um, so it's not the same. Um the ratings i I know here in the united states i don't know where you know what it's like in other parts but here in the united states the ratings for the olympics are not looking very good and a lot of it has to do with the fact that fans are not in the stadium so it kind of sucks and then another problem with the fact that i haven't really been able to follow because i've always loved the olympics but i haven't been able to follow because i think it's the timing the timing of the olympics i'm working while the olympics is on Or the you know some of the some of the my favorite sports comes on at like the weirdest weird times of the night because of the time difference, so it's been kind of all over the place, man. I think the the Olympics took a big hit in terms of engagement and viewership, Um, but it's been taking even more hits, man. Um, Let's see what we have here. Number okay, can anyone guess the number one followed sports in the U.S. Yeah. I think everyone knows this, is gymnastics. Simone Biles, man, she she dropped out today. Uh, That was like a big story. Um, And we'll get to that in a bit. But before I get to that, um, I do want to go over uh, the medal counts at the Olympics right now. Looks like Japan is number one with 10 gold medals. They have eighteen total. The U.S. has twenty-five total, but only nine gold medals. Um, China and ROC, which is Russia, they're kind of right there behind the U.S. Let's see if there are any African countries that are competing here, man. Okay, we got Tunisia. We got two for Tunisia. Let's see. Let's see which ones they see. Which ones they have here? Okay. Surprise Olympic swimming gold. Tunisia, interesting. And who's this guy? Let's see here. I want Tunis. I want Tuninis. No, I can't find it. Shocks world by winning Olympic gold. Long shot Tunisian swimmer Ahmed Hafnaoui. Shocks world by winning gold interesting in swimming which one 18-year-old was just supposed to be gaining some much-needed olympic experience in 2020 but apparently he decided to move up his timeline Ah, soccer okay with a surprise win in the men's 400 meter freestyle there it is see what see what this was about oh yeah sorry my internet is be acting up I need to fix my internet. Something's going on with it. Anytime I connect my hard drive, the internet craps out. All right, let's see what other African countries are out here competing. I know Ivory Coast won one for, I think, Taekwondo. Okay, Egypt got two. Let me see, Sub-Saharan Africa. South Africa got two. Two silvers, interesting. Of course nigeria is nowhere to be found I wonder if, if the tigers can pull one through a bronze or something anything all right but moving on man moving on to the to the cocoa of what i was trying to discuss today um it's this girl man simone biles it's i think it was like the one of the biggest stories today um she she withdrew from gymnastics finals um, and it was said she did it to protect the team and herself. Uh, one of the things that, that was referenced was mental health. Um, so, let, so let's read through this AP article here really quickly. She was scheduled to do an MNR vault that requires a round of back handspring onto the table, followed by two and a half twists. Biles instead did just one and a half twist with a big leap forward after landing. She sat down and talked to U.S. team Dr. Marcia Fosting, then headed to the back while the rest of the Americans moved on to uneven bars without her. When Biles returned several minutes later, she hugged her teammates and took off her bar grips. And just like that, her night was over. Um, this was a pretty big deal because Simone Biles is, I think she's probably the biggest Olympian since Michael Phelps biggest american olympian since michael phelps i think that's safe to say shit i have this in my hair. i forgot to take it out um so everyone was looking forward to this gymnastics and gymnastics is huge in the united states i mean that's that's a given um everyone was really looking forward to this she they they qualified she was in the qualifiers she was she pretty much um uh, she she pretty much put them in the qualifiers with her performance. She's known to be the, probably the greatest gymnast of all time. At least female gymnast of all time. Possibly greatest gymnast of all time, period. Cuz I think the women gymnasts are considered better, I think. Not sure. Um but this was a big deal because um here she was uh it, it sounded like and it it didn't sound like it was an injury. It it sounded like she maybe had something to do with some confidence of some some kind, and maybe she felt the best way to help her team was to step out of it. Maybe she was in her head. Um, she did mention, um, she did mention mental health, and this is her doing her presser. Oh, please, I hope this thing works. Internet, the internet, the pack up crap. Uh, don't worry, I'll I'll insert it. Thankfully, and that's why I took a step back because I didn't want to do something silly out there and get injured. So I thought it was best if these girls took over and did the rest of the job, which they absolutely did. They're Olympic silver medalists now, and they should be really proud of themselves for how well they did last minute having to go in. Um And it's been really stressful, this Olympic Games, I think, just as a whole, um, not having an audience. There are a lot of different variables going into it. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. Put mental health first because if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are if she was having issues with her mental health, she wanted to protect herself. And the problem with what happened was that when she pulled out, she pulled out right when they were in the thick of things. I think there was a tournament where it was three. Usually it's like three of them that have to represent. It was the team tournament. You know, they always have the individual, then they have the team, but she pulled out and some other girl, some 20 year old girl had to come in at the last minute. So, some people are criticizing her and they're saying that, you know, she kind of sabotaged the team. I don't necessarily see it that way. Um, I think when he, I, you know, I think mental health is definitely something that people should take seriously. Um, and if it, if she really felt like the best way she could help the team was to, um, if she really felt like the best way to help the team was to, was to pull out of it, then so be it. You know, sometimes it just bees like that, man. The problem, however, is that... See, this isn't the first time this is happening. Something recently happened, too. To another sports uh, star, superstar. You guys know her, Naomi Osaka. She's American, but she's also Japanese. She was representing Japan. And, you know, there was there's been a big deal made about her in the last couple years she she won one grand slam she's a tennis player for those i don't know if you don't know that who naomi osaka is please just google she's a tennis player she's won one grand slam she had a, an opportunity to win a second grand slam and she pulled out of it and guess what she cited yeah you guessed it mental health so there it seems like there's like a trend developing here. So that happened now she was also an Olympian in fact she she helped light the torch in Japan. she was like considered like the biggest athlete and it was kind of a big deal because she's she's half Japanese, she's half black um and I think it's probably the first time you've had someone of color uh be such a big representative of a country like japan and you know it was their opportunity to tout how you know their diversity but she fell out in the third round of of the tennis tournament in the olympics she fell out this is supposed to be one of the biggest stars of the entire olympics so that's two big stars and that's not even counting shikari because I'm 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 telling you I'm pretty sure Shakari would have would have won that thing. I mean the way she was looking on that track. But that's another story for another another day. So y- y- you you starting to see a trend here. Um and she's not the only one. There have been other athletes too. Uh I think it's what's his name? Basketball player Kyrie Irving too. You know, he took off some time sometime last season same citing mental health and you know this isn't really common this is at least this isn't something that used to happen a lot back then um there is this one article that i wanted to pull up you already know now they're they're going to come up with their think pieces um this one is simone biles naomi osaka signal new era of prioritizing mental health damn they're quick with these think pieces man this is this is Michael Rosenberg seven hours ago. So it's talking about this is a new era in sports and it might take some time for the fog to clear. Simone Biles, the best gymnast in the world by far, who looked like she could dominate the competition without thinking about it, pulled out of the Tokyo Olympics team final Tuesday. Naomi Osaka, probably the best tennis player in the world, when she's on her game, gave off her chance to win two Grand Slam events this year to focus on her mental health. These two are two these two are the two most obvious examples but far from the only ones Kyrie Irving took a leave that's what I was talking about last year um or yeah this year for reasons he chose not to share it all seems unprecedented like athletes can just walk away at any moment and have people applaud them for it for people at a certain age who are used to certain ethos it is jarring but we have seen athletes step away from the competition for non-physical reasons before uh, Jim Brown did it Michael Jordan did it Um, Jim Brown was a winner though When he did it Michael Jordan had won three Championships when he did it But I think there's a case to be made That look some people really just need to take a mental break And if it means Saving them their, their Mental headspace Then so be it I think that should be respected I think where I draw the line though Is when Athletes start getting um when, when people start praising them for moves like this there's nothing wrong with commending someone being aware enough to know when to take mental breaks that's that's one thing but sometimes you, you see people actually you know start to praise these people like they did something brave and and I get it. I get it. It takes some level of courage, but I don't I don't really get what's so brave about stepping away from the game. It, it, I, I, and this is coming from the courageous part too. You know, if there's something that I should be able to identify, it is courage. And some people may argue that it takes a lot more courage or it takes a lot more mental fortitude to be able to overcome whatever mental lapses or breaks that's going on in your head and still perform now in the case of Simone Biles I think that's tricky because if she felt like the best way she she could help her team was to step away then I think that's a good thing but there's a certain generation of people that feel like Sometimes you just have to power through it. And that's the only way, you know, if you're being paid all these dollars and endorsement deals, the least you can do is actually, you know, perform. Even if it means you fail. The fact that you tried, some people would argue that that in itself is the brave thing to do. In other words, being willing to put yourself out there. Regardless of not being on your best form. But like I said with Simone Biles. Because it was a team effort. I can kind of take exception to that. Because maybe she did make the right decision. Um, it, You know. And these things can be debated one way or the other. Um, Either way I don't fault her for what she did. I don't fault her for taking a step down. What I don't like. Is how sports in general. Has become these divisive thing. And and it's across the board. You know, we saw it with in the Euro 2020s also. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was um England. Uh they were playing Italy in the Euro 2020 recently. And I'm sure you guys remember there were there were penalty kicks at the end of that final match. Huge game. You know, England had been talking about it's coming home, you know. It was like a big deal in England, and you know, England soccer fans, man, they're some of the wildest peeps out there. European soccer fans are out there in general. In fact, anyone that, any fan that goes to extreme lengths to show their fandom, I find those people a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in the penalty kicks. Five penalty kicks, three England players, the last three. Rashford, uh, I think he's Bukayo Saka, Omo Naija, Uh Nigerian de- a descent, better recognize. Um, it was Jadon Sancho. They missed their penalties, and it cost them the game. It's almost like, I mean, you, you knew that there were going to be these idiot, racist fans that would take it out on... Them and point out their race and say racist things. I mean that's that's a given. That has always happened, and I think there was a point where people just didn't even pay that stuff attention. Now, if it ever got too out of hand, you know, the league or you know, like in the EPL for instance, they usually take steps. Like they would ban that fan or they'll they'll take steps. But the fact remains is that these are nobodies these aren't like influential people these aren't people that have like huge voices or anything but guess what happened the media has they figured out something they have a formula hate sells hate gets clicks if it if it has something to do with someone's race racism anything like that or any kind of ism they know that it gets clicks so what they do is they they echo out some of these inconsequential people, people like these fans that if no one would have known about them except except maybe some some silos on the internet. But they, it's almost like they echoed those people's voices, and they actually in a way they kind of elevated those people's voices. Till today, we still don't know who these people are. You know, if you read this article, doesn't even, it still doesn't tell you. Like, I was trying to go through it. Like, who are these people? Who are they? But what happens is that because they know that these kind of stories get clicks, you know, stories that have to do with, like, people's race and, you know, um, people's things that are sacred to some people, they know that it gets clicks. And as a result, these kind of stories get pumped out in the media. I mean, CNN reported on it. There were so many people that reported on it and no one could still identify who these racists were, you know? And it's like, why are we spending so much energy and time? So what ends up happening is that those people, these, these media heads, they, they, they tend to echo these racist voices. They say, oh yes, um, you know, there are racist online taunts, blah, blah, blah. And then all these people, all these other people, like even Garrett Southgate, their coach. And and I'm not saying he's doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm just saying it gives people an opportunity to be able to come out and stand against racism. It's it's almost like this performative, nonsensical thing that people do. So people now start coming out in droves and start rebuking these races that we still don't even know about. Look at this person, for instance, the the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. I am sickened by the racist abuse aimed at England players after last night's match. It is totally unacceptable that players have to, like, we, we get it. Like, we own, racists are bad. Why are we giving them so much air? Why are we giving them so much oxygen? It makes no sense to me. Um, Again, it comes down to hate gets clicks. They call it, there's a term for it, rage bait. People know that these are the kind of things that people like to, they like to go in and, you know, fight the bad guy and fight the enemy. And it's like, who are these people that are a I still don't know who they are. Why are we giving them so much attention? He's got this one, Gary Lineker. Booing and racially abusing the fine young men that play for our country have given us so much pleasure and joy over the last month. Is not being an England fan. I mean, I mean, just... It's like an opportunity for people to kind of just show... It's almost like an opportunity for them to perform and, and signal how how not racist they are it's pointless it's pointless and it's the media that does these things you know so these things happen and then you have some people on the other side take it even farther you know like i was seen articles where it was like they were calling these players that missed the goals heroes and you know you start to wonder like oh, hero for for missing a goal i, I don't get it like look we need to understand that. Sports, soccer, gymnastics, all these things. They're not essential workers. These players, they're really not. They're not essential businesses. Like if we couldn't watch soccer for the next year. Yeah, people will be pissed. People will be bored. But we'll find something else to do. Like then no no one's life is being saved because they watch soccer. It, it It's just. It's just another form of, of distraction, and it just happens to be that you know these people are skilled. Yes, and it's, it's nice to watch, but it's not it's not a, it's not a necessity. And that's what people haven't realized yet. Haven't people woken up over the past year with this COVID pandemic, and realized there are some things that are, are essential to our being, to our living? And yes, sports is good. Sports is all well and good, but when we start you know lionizing and turning some of these people into heroes and putting all this pressure on them it's like what are we doing like you know and and that's why i can't fault some of these players for having all these mental issues because there's so much pressure it's like everything is so divisive people are willing to fight everything has become so political um and it's so bizarre man it's bizarre and i don't remember when i don't remember when sports was this divisive i really don't and it's strange it's strange that it's gotten so so heated um yeah i don't get it man i i really don't i really i really really don't get it i i wish people wouldn't put so much you know I, sometimes i i think the level of and don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Chelsea. I, I love rooting for them. I'm a big fan of Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I have my sports teams that I would root, root for. Um, and when I watch sports matches, I tend to root for the underdog. Um, so don't get me wrong. I, I, I love me some sports, but it's not by force. It's not, it's not do or die. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So why, there's no reason for us to put so much pressure on these people. And even like when you go online and you see people, you know, you go on places like Twitter, <clears throat> let's say someone loses, like I think it was LeBron James that lost, and you, you see some of the acrimony that's directed towards him from these fans, and you're just like, what's wrong with these ones? You know what I'm saying? But that's as much energy that as you as I'll give those people. We're not now gonna now start trying to put them on a the pedestal and making them seem like they're more impor- important than they are. And that's where the media comes into play that's where they become opportunistic because they know that hate gets clicks i want people to be able to see through these things man because these things are real um yeah so i i think i think that's what's going on it's the media and there's something else going on too that's probably contributing to some of these players being so stressed out covid we've been we were on lockdown for a year you know um and I think it's it's bringing all all kinds of issues out of people. I I really do think it's had an effect on people, and it's not even only sports athletes. It's regular people, people at work, you know, where they they come they've come out of this lockdown and they're just not the same. Um, so as much as I I extend all the empathy to some of these players that are playing under so much pressure. Um, I think it's also important as fans to be able to just have some perspective and not, not it, it. doesn't always have to be so do or die. It really doesn't. Like we, sports doesn't have to be so divisive. Sports is what's supposed to actually bring us together. Is is what gives us camaraderie. You know, it's 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 how it's how people spark up conversations. You know, sports do have like a real a real good in society. Um, and and I, I just, I wish we wouldn't ruin it and let, and keep falling into these clickbait traps that, you know, media personalities set for, set up for us. And it's not just, it's, you know, when I talk about the media, I'm talking about print media, I'm talking about sports pundits, the same thing. You know, you see sports pundit, pundits, they know that the only way they will drive clicks is by saying something insane and something extreme. You know, and then it becomes a talking point. Stop falling for this stuff, man. Let's just enjoy the game and let these artists— I said artists— let these athletes let them let them try to enjoy this thing too. Let them play. Let them let them do what they have to do, and, and let's not let's try not to be so extreme. You know what I'm saying? um So but yeah, but I think that's all I have for today, man. um I enjoy doing this thing, honestly so uh before i go please don't forget please like subscribe hit the bell so that every time i post a video you're gonna get notified um thank you